You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. Welcome back. It's another episode of your favorite shit show. This is Titties and Tacos. I am your host, Sparkle. I am Tina D. And today's episode is brought to you by the letter R. For our... Alrighty. You kidding me if we're using text language. This is a lot today. Y'all know I complained a couple episodes ago about like the audio. So we're, we have used the entire season to work through our technical difficulties. But because it is summertime, every week I show up to this raggedy Shawshank of a fucking studio. There are mangy ass pit bulls like still. Yes. Yes, you know, still. I don't know. Another week of them cutting the grass while we are recording. Um, you know, the the okay. fan, the AC, like this is poverty. And I am sad. Oh. <laughs> like NBC, <laughs> CBS Studios. Like, can you just imagine how like perfect they must be? You don't hear any <laughs> you got, you know, like the professional engineers and we just on the west side of Detroit. I mean, the problem with that is like that, like cost, like some people. I know it costs some monies. That's why I said this is poverty. What do I call it? Oh. Artisanal poverty because we're not artisanal. poor, poor, but it's like a sect of poverty. What we say? We decent. We like blue, the, the blue cheese thing. of poverty. <laughs> the little crumble container when you gotta go to the deli counter, <laughs> like. Girl, we're a, you know, requested version of impoverished. Wow. Anywho, thank you for coming back, y'all. I don't I don't know why you do so, but thank you. Um, Today is R and after what, two years, did you say? Two years of not having two years of only dealing with each other because she is my pandemic pod bestie. Um, we are now in the middle of monkeypox deciding, yay, let's bring someone into our shin. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about this? We really just talked about this and how this is unsafe practice. Um, but it's okay. He's part of my pandemic pod, I think. <laughs> oh. Well, no. Yes. <laughs> that is way more sexual than I wanted it to sound. <laughs> Anywho, we have a special guest in the studio today. <laughs> Hi, Maceo. He's back, y'all. He's been here before. How are you, darling? What's up, y'all? What's going on? Oh, we're good. How y'all doing? How we're y'all good? doing? We're here. What's the last show you've been on? Because I know you, you know, you dabble in Detroit's different podcasts. You uh, be on everybody's shit. Try to. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um... And podcast once removed or twice removed. Um, you know what? I don't know. It's been a while. I can't even remember the letter. But it was uh, somewhere in the middle of the alphabet, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm not, you know, if that means anything. But, yeah. So, it's been a minute. It was pre-pan- pre-pre-pandemic. It was probably like, yeah. well, well, to see, pandemic was what, 20? Yeah. It was 
19. Has it been that long? Yes, because it was yeah. no evidence of. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, no evidence though. <laughs> yeah, but you know what though? It could have been like a, you know how people look at stuff like a calendar years yeah. as opposed to you know, yeah. So it probably was like towards the end of nineteen going into twenty. So. So it's been a minute. Yeah. Well, we are happy to have you back with us today. Thanks for yeah, having me. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes, yes. So we're gonna get into the tits of the day. Yeah. Um. So so now, because he's looking like, wait, what? No, nobody's taking their clothes off. Like this ain't that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just me here. Uh, (laughs) Um. Appreciate that. Um. Anyway, what was I about to say? (laughs) Girl, you good? I'm okay. (laughs) Um. So yes. We're going to do our tits. So, oh, I was explaining to you. So now we do titties. We don't do tacos this season. You know, when we first started, we were going over the tacos. Like, each of us will have a different, very exciting taco. And then we went to drinks the following season, which you should drink with your tacos. So now we are focusing on the most important part of this show, which is the titties of it. She has titties. I got titties. And we have a titties of the day. So the titties of the day belong to my fave, my new fave, um, Alexis Nicole Nelson, also known as the Black Forager. Yes, let's applaud. Let's applaud for her. She is amazing. So she is... um, A black forager. What the hell is a black forager? She defines her black foraging as I eat plants that do not belong to me and I teach others how to do the same thing. So she goes out. I think she's in Ohio, right? Is she in Ohio or did I make that up? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure. So she's close enough for us to stalk, yes? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so she's close enough to be stalked by me because Tina D moved. Um, yeah. Yeah. But she is a black woman who, um, you know, she self-professed nerd. Um, I think she is gorgeous. I love her aesthetic. And she goes out and collects and cooks everything from acorns to yellow dandelions to dead dead man's fingers, which apparently is a type of seaweed. Um, And she was both a uh, James Beard Award nominee and she became the recipient of the award. She has been on Drew Barrymore. She has like millions of followers on different social media platforms. And one of my favorite things that she made, um, and actually I saw this on the Drew very more show show was a lavender tea, uh was it a lavender tea or lavender lemonade it was a lavender lemonade and she made it from lavender she went out and yep. collected some lavender and came back mm-hmm. and and boiled some shit down and you know did some other heating of things <laughs> she is a lot of science in house yes entertaining um i do not find myself that excited about being outdoors like that and in the woods particularly but I started following her because I do I am a big fan of um, mushrooms and the different varieties of them that grow that you can eat and she did like a whole series about like where you can find them that's how I started watching oh wow the mushrooms that that don't kill you yeah, the ones that don't kill you because that's a real thing. Like, people go and they go hunting for different types of mushrooms, and it always sounds like a daunting task because you could pick one up and it'd be delicious, and you could pick another one up and 
you have unalived yourself. So unalived yourself. Me. Yes. We don't want to unalive ourselves. No. So she's going out and editing like her tag guys at the end of every video is Happy Snacking Don't Die. Like, <laughs> happy that. Snacking Don't Die. I love that. That's good. <laughs> so she's awesome. I really enjoy her energy. I enjoy her being an example of a type of black person yes. that exists because we are a variety of types of people. Yeah. Our variety is not seen very often or anywhere. Yeah. To be seen on that wide of a platform. So I really enjoy her. And you know what? And for ha- and to have so many different people from different walks of life follow her and mm-hmm. different cultures, you know, follow her and feel yep. like we can all um, connect around the traditions that she is you know showing us indigenous and african-american traditions of cooking and being able to go out and collect from from your surroundings and that's really a really good skill to have for whatever zombie apocalypse bullshit is apparently on the horizon we should all have some gardening farming foraging skill set you know because i want to be in her zombie group because then we're gonna stay we're gonna we're gonna be alive we're not gonna unalive ourselves no, we're not. Yeah. We're going to make it. So what do you think, Maceo, about foraging? Have you ever gone out to collect and gather things? I know you grow things. <laughs> so have you ever, like, I don't know, you grew up around older black folks. Did you eat stuff that was outside from the, just straight off the trees and bushes and shit? Um, That's a, you know what? <laughs> It's funny that you say that because, I mean, I've seen, I don't, I doubt if it was her, but I've seen videos of people, uh, I guess, giving us a different perspective about the, even the weeds, but, you know, the the vegetation that is around us, that Mm -hmm. surrounds us, even, you know, in our, I guess, domestic surroundings, not necessarily in, you know, in the woods and all that. But, so, um, I recently saw a video, you know, circulating on social media about, dandelions and, and how you should boil them and all the nutrients and anti whatever oxidants and uh, uh, you know properties that fight against cancer and digestion and uh, you know digestive problems and, and all this other kind of stuff so I was just like man you know I found it interesting so I watched it now am I going to go in my neighbor's raggedy ass yard and be like trying to pick his dandelions hell no because I'm mad because they fucking up my yard <laughs> Quietly, you know what I'm saying. So I ain't gonna be like, oh, there goes some cotton weed. Let's get that. You know they got, you know, because look, not to go there, but I'm I'm trying to keep my my yard as green as possible. So I have done a lot of research on all the different varieties of weeds, and you especially that are in Michigan, and there are so many. But dandelion mm-hmm. is on the list, and so you know when you were a kid, you like them all the yellow. Mama had a baby, and the head popped off. Did y'all ever do that? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And and oh, there go one with the white seed pods let's blow it mm-hmm. and you fucking up the yeah. neighborhood you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> i am that nigga like what the hell is you doing stop that so i'm just saying when you were a kid that's how I, you look you know at dandelions i never and thought stuff. about that my, my kid does that yes oh my god yes and they just seed and and, and you know and it's, you are basically seeding the neighborhood with the dandelions but so um like i said the video i saw it and um i enjoyed the watch i learned some things but will i partake in the eating of you know said vegetation and all that no probably not but i respect it you know fair enough yeah that's fair yeah. okay yeah well, I'm well just, all right yeah 
psych. No. Yeah, they got all that. In the, like, now, I have heard, not to go uh, on another tangent, but I have heard people using the dandelion weeds, uh, the leaves, and making salads out of them. Yeah. Before this. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know? So, yeah. And then, shit, if you go into the grocery store, some of that, uh, that uh, I forgot the type of salad to look, but it's like a spring mix. Mm-hmm. Some of those look like dandelion mm-hmm. leaves, you know, shit. So. That's why I don't eat those. <laughs> The spring mix. I don't like. So, well, you know, you know me. I like. I have a texture issue, so I don't like. Did you say issues with an S? Yeah. Oh, you said what you said. Are you? Oh, okay. You doubling down. You gonna act like that because we got company? Okay. I like crunchy things. I like romaine type of lettuce. I don't like the soft spinach or like arugula. I like. I like things with a crunch. Like, I'm not eating iceberg lettuce because it's poor. And it wilts <laughs> really quick, too. It, uh, it wilts really quick and browns and all the other good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like big stalks, am I? Even when I do greens. I like big stalks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. It was cheap. My bad. That was. We haven't had boys in the room in a while. <laughs> it's just been us. <laughs> Just been us. Now we got some penis in here. <laughs> and I don't know how to act. <laughs> Clearly don't know how to act. I'm happy. I'm, I'm going to take over here. Okay. A, yes, ma'am. And you, you, what is the letter? R. R. <laughs> okay. okay, Tina D, what is your R for the day? Um. Well, in this vein, uh, my R for today is red thumb. As in, not a green thumb. I am a plant murderer. Lord. <laughs> I just want to talk about how you I'm undead them, I was unlive them, unlive. What you say? What you say, babe? What, he, you said you unalive them. Unlive. Unalive. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> so my thumb is red, and I love, I love fresh vegetables. I'm married a vegetarian. We eat them all the time. Could I grow them? No. One absolute person we need for our zombie apocalypse pod is somebody to handle the growing of things. I murdered a peppermint plant. I bought a peppermint oh, plant. Lord. People said you can't murder them. I said, "What? Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my beer. Watch, watch me kill this plant." But <laughs> besides, I'm guessing not water it. What did you do? Um, he is see. so concerned. Yeah, because that's <laughs> tragic. What? They are living it's things. <laughs> I even talked to plants I before I pruned, so just to let you know. I mean, I sing to them, so yeah. So yeah, what did so you do? You just die, so motherfucker. Outside <laughs> in the middle of summertime. Okay, went out and watered it. Found out that there were some tiny bugs, some aphids on it. Yes. Didn't know what to do with that. Nemo. So went Nemo. to the store, picked up the first thing I saw that says spray that on them. And then it revived itself a little bit. And then I went to work for two weeks and asked somebody to just nearly water. Oh, so you're gonna put this on your husband. Okay. No, 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 no. That's this this was before we got married. This oh my mama house. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm like, hey, um, can you water this while I'm gone? And my mother, I come from a lineage of plant murderers. She ain't watering. I come from a lineage of plant murderers. <laughs> what? 
what is this generational curse? It's just in your DNA, <laughs> huh? Right. Every plant in the ground. That's what we do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah, hunters, gatherers, and plant murderers. murderers. <laughs> plant murderers. Hunters, mm-hmm. gatherers, and plant yeah. murderers. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, but you know, watching people like the Black Forger really. It, what's really bad about it is it's similar to my uh, interior design struggle and even worse. Like, I like real plants, like most people do. Like, I really enjoy having them, like, either in my home or having a garden. The ideal, I love it. But the actuality of it, it's just, I just feel like it, it's not for Is it neglect? It must not be for me. <laughs> Is it neglect? It sounded like it was just neglect because when you mentioned watering, and she only mentioned it twice. She said she mentioned summer. <laughs> she mentioned summer, which is a season. And then she said, I watered it. And then something about two weeks later, and then I asked the person, and it was dead. I mean, shit. Baby, you don't drink for two weeks. What you gonna do? Baby, count. How many times you said you watered it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, she didn't say, you spray, oh, there goes some bugs, it's attacking it, let me spray it, okay. But she didn't mention I watered it in between, I fertilized it, nothing. No nurturing, just... (laughs) I I was fully prepared to defend you based on, like, biome, but you said this happened here. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was 100% in Michigan, where it should have thrived. I did not try anything out here. I got out here, and it's so dry and hot. I'm like, we don't even get the same sun here, so I'm not playing that game here. But, yeah, no, I was in perfectly should thrive Michigan. But yeah, what happened is exactly what Maceo said. Pretty much neglect and I don't know how to get myself on the track where Lord I'm Jesus. about this plant. Why? Enough. I just wanted to... Does that hurt, your, does that hurt your heart? Thank you. <laughs> Yes. Are you over there hurt? Well, in a way. I mean, yeah, because, you know, I am, I'm partial to flowers than vegetables, but I do like to see things grow mm-hmm. and all of that. But, you know, plants are living things. And so, as I mentioned before, if I were to prune or, you know, and things like that, I do, I don't get all formal like, yo, man, I'm about to cut this right now. You know what I'm saying? But I do kind of, you know, give it the vibe that, look, I'm about to do something that may or may not hurt you. I know that's probably sound weird, but that's how I do. And my, you've seen my, my flower. Oh, I got Darn it, I forgot the flowers at home. God, I was going to bring it. You going to bring my mama's flowers? Yes, I forgot. And I told myself I was going to set a reminder. God damn it. But anyway, so yeah, I do. You know, I, I yeah. So that, it does kind of bother me that it was neglect more than um, just, you know, not knowing, you know. Yeah, well, well, part of neglect, neglect, though, is from not no, knowing. Neglect is preparation. Yeah, but how can you prepare if you don't have the information? Well, you neglect because you did not prepare. It- but you didn't prepare because you didn't have the information. <laughs> no. If somebody would have told her no. how to keep it alive, she no. could have prepared. <laughs> no. No. You are being really, you being real sweet. In 
know I laughed too well. Listen, ain't nobody gonna come on this show and talk about my wife. <laughs> no, I ain't. Now, now look. I Being a not, killer. I'm not playing you. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna get the, we gonna report you. You a killer, to though. The, to the botanist of America or the <laughs> Department of Agriculture in your state to keep you on the list. They gonna have a picture of you. Is there a list? They gonna put her a picture of her in the post office. Oh, my God. Like, dude, or in all the, the, uh, the, what they call those, the greenhouses and all the uh, nurseries that you can't come in there. <laughs> it's like I'm playing. I'm sorry. Babe, okay, so you need something no. like a snake plant then, right? Grass. <laughs> she lives in Vegas. They don't have grass. Artificial turf. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. What about uh, cacti? Yes. Right? You could keep There's a cactus that. alive. They don't die, right? Full sun. They store water. See, there were so many words that I didn't know. <laughs> All I heard was that peppermints were low maintenance plant. And I'm like, cool. But why would you get a peppermint plant? That sounds like something that's hard to take care of. And was it indoor or outdoor? She don't say I yes. Had them outside. Extreme uh, heat. I don't know how well they do in extreme heat. Well, that's because. Are, and are they native to that zone? That's what I learned about flowers and stuff, oh, zones and and stuff, and these, you know. These are all the things I didn't know. It's literally so you weren't prepared. <laughs> you gotta stop calling my wife I'm unprepared. Playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. He's, Continue. He's, he's he is not, and your audio going out because that's a lie. <laughs> I'm playing. He's not wrong. <laughs> so why did you then, ma'am, purchase a plant? knowing you had no intention of properly caring for it. This is the thing. I only purchased one. Y'all know when a black person about to lie, they, they start with this the thing. Y'all know a lie is immediately following. <laughs> I was, this would have, this is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. I went down to Eastern Market. I was making a bunch of tea and I was spending I remember when tea. you killed it. Oh my God. We were, we were together. This happened while we were together. Did I buy, no, I was with my mom when I bought this. No, 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 no. I mean, in a relationship. Oh, like when I knew you. Unless you've killed multiple things, and I'm thinking about something else you killed. <laughs> what? You, did you, didn't you kill some succulents? No, now, I, you I, know it's hard to kill a damn I, succulent. Because <laughs> you get most of them succulents, you just drop a little bit of water, like a, what yeah, is that, no. an eye drop of water? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And they don't even need dirt. Mm -mm. The fact that that I didn't want one of those. We did talk about some. Well, no, I I thought you, I thought I remember you purchasing some because you purchased some for grandmommy. Didn't you have some little flowers during a depressive time? (laughs) That you, and I, I remember this because I remember thinking this is really sad, but I didn't say that. (laughs) The succulents that, if you're talking about like back when I was in school. Yeah, then you, and you were trying to keep something alive. Other than your oh. dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all died. I think everything died in that season. Everything died in that season. No, the succulents did okay. I just gave those to my grandmother and they're fine. Okay. The succulents did not die. I bought this one peppermint plant when I was with my mom in the Eastern Market because I was drinking a lot of tea and I was adding peppermint to it. I'm like, oh, oh so now I'm going to grow peppermint to add to my tea. I, that's literally all I got. Oh. I only got one and it was on sale and I was like, oh, okay, it should be easy to keep this. Everybody's like, the lady I got from was like, it should be fine. 
social worker. It wasn't. It was <laughs> Show up to her house. I, I had no plan. Plant protection. Girl, he's sending a social worker to your house. <laughs> That's what you Remove all the plants from your your domicile. <laughs> remove all these plants. You know Man, what? We've been instructed to remove these plants. So I am better with <laughs> with plants than she is. However, they told me you can't kill an aloe plant, and I've killed like four of them. That thing is hard to keep alive. Aloe has been like the bane of my plant existence. I cannot keep an aloe really? plant alive. I have no idea why. I've tried everything. My mama, you know, you clip off and they still grew. You know, you burn yourself, clip it off, and yep. you put the aloe. Be- yep. That's crazy. I've done that. And as soon as I did that, this shit died. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do it to the next one. It died. I don't know what I'm doing. They get dumb big, too, sometimes. You know, they get. I wouldn't know. They look like aliens sometimes. Mm. I think that's a lot of inspiration. What's your favorite thing to grow? I wish it was weed so we could make some money. Well, that was in the late 90s, 2000s. <laughs> it could be now, legally. True that, but it ain't no fun when <laughs> yeah. it's legal. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Black folks, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's the, yeah, it's the thrill of being caught. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, but uh, let me see. The favorite thing to grow right now, it is... Um, Flowers, um, specifically uh, perennials, uh, perennials that have, that are, you know, bulbs and rhizomes, cannas, different type of lilies and stuff like that, you know. But I've, I've, I've grown shit, flowers, uh, bushes, everything. I'm pretty good. You, you know? are. And you I are. didn't know when I was growing up, you know, get out there in the yard and cut that. I'm like, man, man I don't want to cut the grass. Mama, pull up the weeds in the, you know, in the garden and all that stuff. I just wasn't into it. But as I got older and I guess you get a house and you want your yard look nice, you get into it. And I was like, dang, man, I really like this. So, yeah. Yeah, you gave me a beautiful can of that I refused to put outside. Anyway, Lord Jesus, <laughs> start to grow. It won't even bloom, will it? Did it bloom? You don't. You don't want me to answer that. <laughs> is it? It's not dead, is it? No. Okay. It's not dead. It's nothing wrong with her. Stop looking at me like that. I just didn't put her outside. Okay. <laughs> I wanted a house plant. It's like a. It's like it's like keeping your cat in the house. I have a cat, and she and she in the house. Now she she's don't even not. She She just the flower she's is not looking declawed. out the window. Like I wish I could be free. I mean, you can. You just can't come back in my house. It's the same with that canna. And once I put her outside, that's where you live. And you told me they die if I don't bring them in. No, I said they die in um, after the frost hits it. Then you bring it in. You know, and then you store it, and then you can replant it. Or you could just store it from the beginning, and then you got to go through all that. Well, I mean, yeah, you could do that, but you're going to limit its full potential. I mean. Like everything else that's living. Whatever. Are you trying to say that? Oh, yes. You are stunting the plant's growth. That plant is screaming would you for rather, freedom. Would you rather me stunt the growth or kill it like this murderer over here? First of all. Deflection. <laughs> Deflection. She she look, she earned she owned her truth. I did. And it was just one that we know of and one that you mentioned, but yeah, right. two. No. two in a lifetime is not bad. <laughs> There's trial and error, you know, and then you shit. You bought it here in Michigan, it's a different zone. You take it out there, it's super hot, it's outdoors. Probably was too yeah. much sun. Cause some flowers are full sun, partial sun. Yes. So maybe that's what it was. And that's a hard thing to figure out. 
Yeah. How much that is too much to try to figure it out again. It's a lot to figure out. But don't let it deter you from getting another. I mean, you you just have to get something that you can't kill, bro. Like, grab you a snake plant or a cactus. And and snake plants are air purifiers. And so that's always great to have in your house. All right. That's it. That's my R. That's that's all I really had. I just I wanted to take this time to get this off my chest because it's been a weight on me. Oh my god! Shut the <laughs> fuck my up. My thumb is red from blood. Yeah, she definitely has a red thumb for sure. <laughs> from the plants I done murdered. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, going into my topic. Um, is one of the reasons we asked Maceo to be here is actually for my topic, mainly because it's hard to talk about what men want when you ain't got a man on the show. (laughs) We are not going to speculate, you know, 100% of the time on and presume to know exactly what men want when it comes to things like my R, which is for romance. So, all of the ladies listening, sir, you are now... Under pressure, (laughs) speaking for all males everywhere, regardless of demographic, and I got to be like... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to put that on you. So, first question. I have a series of questions for you. Um, First question being... These are yes, no questions or I have to Oh, of course not. These are essay questions. Okay, good. Okay, cool. That's better. You cannot use a scantron for this. Um, Abba. Cadabba. (laughs) Wow. Is that how you took your test? Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's that ACT got me into. Abba Cadabba. Oh my God. Abba, Abba, Cadabba. That's the way I did it. That is... Fucking terrible. Like, oh, I do not do that shit. That's not that funny. shit don't work. Legally. We do not support it. Yeah, if you're like still in school, don't don't do that. Don't Somebody do that. gonna be like, this nigga on that one podcast said. <laughs> you know how but you know, that's funny that you say that because you know how they say, like if you don't know the answer, choose what was it, D? C. Or yeah. Well, that's kind of middle, but I thought it was D. No, it was always D. If you don't, if you're unsure. If, you're unsure. if it's three choices or if it's A, B, C, D. If it's A, B, C, D, you're supposed to choose C. C. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's, it, this does not bode well. Or, you know, you just get drunk and then you just, you know, circle a me and whatever happens, happens. That's how I took the ACT. But anywho, um, <clears throat> we're talking about romance. Mm-hmm. So my first question is, what is romance to you? Yikes. Okay. See, I almost said something funny just to kind of, you know, ha, 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 ha. But I'm not going to even do that. <laughs> Let's see. What is romance to me? Uh, okay. So I'm speaking from what I like first, right? Right. <clears throat> okay. So. We need a baseline here. Okay. So I don't really, I mean, you know, first thing people want to do is. Well, what are your love languages and what do you like and all that? You know, ah, you ain't that wrong to, with a love language. I get that, I get that, but you know, people look like that. They look like it's the outline. It's like, okay, you got to start. Do you check here? And sometimes you might blur the, the languages, you know, or you might be, okay. you know, multilingual. Who knows? Um, bilingual. So, <laughs> so a romance to me uh, caters to, I, and I use that word catering you know 
Um, it, 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 romance caters to mostly to my likes, um, my intimacies, uh, the things that give me pause, things that make me reference, remember, uh, fantasize in the moment and post the event. Um, let's see. Event. Right. Write that down somewhere. The event. Yes. You know. Um, because it, I'm it, sorry. It doesn't always have to be an event. You know, okay, like a big old spectacle. Question. Right. Like, you know, all the, what they call it, pomp and circumstance and all that stuff. No, I'm not talking about, you know, dollar store balloons and all that weird shit. No. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where they go. Uh, don't, don't front, <laughs> niggas. They be there. They be in there holding up the goddamn line. That's what they be doing because I be trying to go get my candy for the love. Anyway, so... I'm just saying, um, let's see, what else is romantic to me? Uh, the attention to detail, being thoughtful, you know, and yeah, I mean, I can go down a list. Okay, now, so these do. Are, those are generalizations. Right. So, so then another question, piggybacking off of that, do men want romance or do you feel like that's just a thing women want? Men do want romance, right? A lot of men who say, well, I shouldn't say a lot of men, but the men that say that they don't want romance either don't know what romance is, have never uh, or has never never uh, experienced it or some type of dysfunction when it comes to relationships. You know, because we are human beings, we are social creatures, and we like touch, you know, and, and, and things like that. So, and we like the, uh, you know, we like human interaction, you know, in, in and, and all of that so for somebody to say that they don't like any type of like love and amorous behavior you know amorous you know Ooh. interjected into their relationship the physical the non-physical the verbal you know yeah they mm -hmm. crazy so men i like romance i want romance um most men do uh i think that um it doesn't have to be I don't know. I hate that we use the word often because there's really no baseline for often, you know, but often enough to know that it's occurring, you know. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Often enough to know it's occurring. What does that mean, though? How do you not know just, it's occurring? <laughs> well, she just said it. <laughs> That's why I'm asking her. Oh, this okay. is a question yeah, I was just about to say, Tina, go ahead. Yeah. Do the thing because, I mean, it makes sense. Answer me. that. What yeah, does that mean? Like, often enough, to me, that just means that you're not allowed to get to a point where you feel like it's missed. Like, often enough to make it feel like it's not occurring is you knowing your partner enough to know how long it can go before this person feels like right. they're devoid of exactly. it. Exactly. That's about, mm. you know, mm -hmm. communicating that between the two people that are involved. Yep. That yeah. makes sense so, because you know what? I'm ignoring his, you know, bashing of love languages. But my love language is words of affirmation and quality time. And I'm not a physical touch person. So if you have gone too long without, like, not even just talking to me, but, like, if you are not, um, for as much as I don't really like flattery, it just makes me uncomfortable, I still want it because it's affirming. Mm -hmm. So, like, you I'm like going... Other girls? No, because this is in 1960. If you say add a girl, I'm going to shoot you. But that's Atta just an expression. <laughs> it ain't like, you know, add a boy, no, add a girl. No, no. I like, hey, Asia, 
I of think course, you're a dope writer. Let not, me go buy your book. Not, Girlgetoverit.com, it, it, shameless plug. Okay, listen, um, but an a girl ain't a pat on the back, you know, like, hey, you know, it's, I mean, it's like a good job. Yes, I like, Great. yes, I like well being and, a firm. Yeah. Yes, I like, I like that. I like compliments. I like, like I told you when I, I mean, you know, through text. Dang, <laughs> I was over there. Through text. Wow. Oh, shit. Through text. Shut Dang, up. Come on. To, really? Really? Oh, no, shit. I told no. I told you. I said, you know, um, tell me I'm pretty and feed me tacos and tell me I'm pretty. Right. And that's kind of my running joke. Like feed right. me tacos and tell me I'm pretty. And basically, what I'm saying is, you know, make sure I know that you are um, proud of me or into me or mm-hmm. um, that you you see me. You know, that's important to me um, to be seen and to be heard. So if if we've gone too long. Pat, you know, past that point, then I guess I do understand what you're saying in right. terms of let it occur often enough to not be devoid of it. Right. Um, but as a woman, I think nowadays you're not really getting because it's interesting to hear you say, "Well, men want romance." When most of, most of the time, men are trying to build relationships through text messages nowadays, and most men are trying to like get you to the balcony and bend you over so I can Instagram about having had balcony sex. Like nobody is like, "Yo, let me use your balcony to actually bring a chef over here and you know plan a meal for you and contact is your that, girlfriends and set but, some shit up." Like it's no, there's no romance in relationships that, anymore. When in terms of courting people, is that? Romantic, I think it is. Yeah, I think it. I like gestures, so I'm I'm a creative. So you have to meet me, even if you're not a creative. At least you know, try to meet me somewhere creatively and make me feel like, wow, I want to spread my legs for you. Thank you for this. Okay, so men don't process. Period. (laughs) True. Uh, no, men don't process <laughs> romance like that. Since we're talking about romance, men don't process, you know, romance like that. Um, you know, you got to think about how men are taught to yep. interact with women at a long, young age. If this conversation or these conversations don't, you know, these dialogues and all this kind of stuff don't take place between the man and his father because it, the father is non-existent or it's just they don't have that kind of closeness. It's hard for him to understand while, as niggas say, how do I get on bitches? You know what I'm saying? When you're growing up, it's like, damn, you see your friend, so you mimic, right? And you get, right. you know, direction from, oh, this works. Oh, you do that? Oh, you know, this. Because, you know, it's like when you have that, <clears throat> we'll go back a little bit. When you had that first sex talk, as a guy, you know, with your father, it's like, okay, well, this is the penis and this is that and all that. You know what I'm saying? But you okay, ask your dad, okay, well, shit, how do I know what, where to put it? And how do I fumble why, around why this not? situation? Why Why? Because that's that a very... That would save a lot of time. <laughs> true. But see, that's the, most of the time, that's the social dynamic that men, most men don't have with their father. To talk about sex in that graphic detail or that level of intimacy. You know what I'm saying about, dang, dad, well, you know, because first of all, you sneak in when you want to do it. Because you ain't going to just tell your parents. As a man, you know, it's, it's funny because as a, as a woman, they say, well, come to me and let me know when you want to have sex to protect yourself from pregnancy and disease. And for a guy, you know, they don't say, well, come to me before you, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. You go some condoms. And put it in know, her asshole by accident. Or, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? They don't. So mm-hmm. what the men say mm-hmm. is, hey, boy, you better be careful out there. Right? So... They don't get into the That's details it. about 
That's all y'all get? Yes. And yeah. a lot of times, yeah. Wow. You know, it's a little bit more than that. Because, oh, you know, when Bruno damn babies in here, we get the same talk. But what I'm saying is you don't go, well, Dad, you know, you don't ask your dad how you suck a titty. You ask your boys how you suck a titty. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying you wonder about those things, right? So you do, you get bad information from your close friends. Yep. Some of it may be good, but you get bad information from your close friends, and you do what mm -hmm. I just said, mimic behavior or you hearsay and all of that. So... Those are conversations that men don't have with their father because it's very uncomfortable. Even when you get grown, you be like, shit, uh, you know, your dad be like, hey, girl, she, I mean, hey, bro, she, she fine. You know, that means, hey, she fine. I bet she, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and you be like, yeah, she, she bad, dad, da, 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 da. But he ain't saying, you know, she be doing that thing. No, we don't do that. So when men think of romance, you know, it's, 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 like I said, it's either what we don't know or what we've experienced. And if you haven't experienced anything, you don't even know what real romance is. So you have to go by, well, what are the things that I like? You know, done to me, done for me. But at what point do you consider what that other person requires in terms of romance? Oh, Especially of if you're trying to I lead to well, something the, else, which is usually sex. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, well, of course, when I'm, I'm, when I want to know what, you know, uh, I guess what. Or how does that come about? Because if you're saying basically nobody teaches us as men how to be romantic partners, then how do you become a romantic partner? Well, <laughs> preparation. <laughs> 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 Jab. It's like, no. Uh, you know, you have to, you know, uh, research. Now you have the internet, so you can do all that. But, again, you just have to, it might even be, you know, a bookstore or books and all that other kind of stuff. You just have to really educate yourself in whatever mm. aspect of the human condition, human interaction, you know, all of that stuff. And and you can talk to people who have successful relationships, you know, family, friends, or what have you, you know. But, uh mm -hmm. For some advice, you know, direction and things like that. But and some of it is trial and error, unfortunately. And then you have to be open and honest with the person that you're seeing and say, hey, you know, uh, this is where I come up short. You know, I've had and when you had those conversations about, oh, this is the type of relationships that I've been in, because, you know, people typically they go, oh, well, what's the longest relationship you've been in? Mm -hmm. And so that yeah. gives them an indication that can you sustain a relationship, mm -hmm. how successful mm -hmm. you were, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they assume the woman that asked this or maybe even the guy, but how, uh, you know, that you understand what romance is. Mm -hmm. But that also mm -hmm. depends on what her needs were. Right. And so you be right. like, yeah, well, you know. And, I and, understand it based on that person, sure, but exactly. that doesn't automatically right. mean I understand so, it based right. on you. So it's like, yeah. well, she thought romance yep. was, you know, higher in the shelf and on the balcony. And then she might be like, I don't want that corny shit. Mm -hmm. I want to be mm -hmm. taken on a trip mm -hmm. to Jamaica and I want I to want wake up too. looking yeah. on the beach. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, but like you Me said, <laughs> but... You know, I want it all. Romance, I'm that woman. Romance, Give me all the romance. And, and I'm going to quickly right. wrap up. Romance could be, in, in your situation, a book signing. Just, you know, catering to you the whole day. Just being your personal assistant and, and whatever. And Yay. just, you know what I'm saying? See? Uh, yep. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Just, what just like, saying? just you know, I'm, I, you got me for the whole day. I'm booked. Whatever you I want, let's do that. that. See, that's what I'm saying. It could be that. Yeah. Yep. That's the thing for her. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I saw, I saw um, one of our friends posted recently an article that was in Psychology Today about the real issue right now is because women are in the least amount of bondage 
even though they're working actively against that right now that they've ever been in it's resulting in a higher amount of lonely single heterosexual men because women just have options and the problem is is that the rearing of men has not changed Mm. to adapt for that true so Mm -hmm. it's the raising of men that's really causing this because they're still told the same thing where women didn't have choice so they're just like go find one bring her over the head and bring her home like that's how they go grab one and then she'll stick hunter gather don't murder yeah yep and so the issue really becomes just like macy was saying the conversation that you're having with your son like you got to say more than go out there and grab the girl. Like, yeah. Yep. There's no more grabbing. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Especially right. no more grabbing. Right. You know? Especially <laughs> no more But you know what? That's grabbing. a great, that is a great point uh, quickly because I, I do, I do have an open relationship, you know, with my son and we do talk about things like that. And so it, I felt good that he would tell me about, you know, even if it's just, well, you know, yeah, me and this girl, you know, we kind of kicked it and we right here and all other kind of stuff. And so now nobody told me back in the day, but I tell him, I'm like, okay, well, look, you know, just make sure you're open and honest and you're transparent in, in, in everything that you do. Don't hurt the girl, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the people didn't, I shouldn't say people, but my father didn't have that, you know, conversation with me. It was trial and error. I heard a girl, oh, shit, that wasn't cool. Let me not do that again, you know. Well, I appreciate the self-evaluation because it's a lot of men who don't even get to that point. They just, you know, move however mm-hmm. they're going to move because a lot of people are selfish bastards um, okay. and don't care about growth, personal growth and, and self-improvement. But yeah. um, I think you are 100% right. The, the rearing of boys becoming men needs to change. The narrative and conversation yes. needs to change Yes. Um, because it has changed for women. And now you have mm-hmm. a lot of very successful, healthy, um, both, you know, physically and mentally and emotionally women who are without partners. Um, mm-hmm. And there's no reason they really should be, except something has not occurred on the other side. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that is definitely something worth uh, investigating and changing. Um, yeah. But yeah. Therapy so he for answered, everybody. He answered my question about whether men want romance. Apparently they do. Yes. Um, and I like how you defined it. And, you know, that you you gave me that little scenario real quick. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I try. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Um. So last part of my topic is, and we just gonna go into it with no lube. Um, rough sex. Doom doom. Thank you, babe. <laughs> rough sex. So because you said women, Tina D, have um are now in a space where they are a lot more uninhibited than they have mm-hmm. ever been. Do you feel like that has changed in terms of what we can openly say we want sexually to include things like BDSM? Because remember, you're talking about topics that yes. used to be taboo. Like, oral sex was taboo in the 90s. You couldn't get a nigga to admit he was eating pussy. I'm going to tell you because I, oh, look, look <laughs> I am nigga. I am nigga. That's me a way are. say I am nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Grammatically incorrect and all that. Just I am nigga. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm that, that needs nigga. needs to be a book. I love that shit. We be talking like that. <laughs> like, yeah, I am nigga. So look, <laughs> hip hop made it cool 
in case y'all didn't know, hip-hop, when I was growing up, it was, we thought only white people perform oral sex. Are you serious? Because when we was growing up, they had, you know, hairy pussies and pornos. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That didn't really come to the 90s when everybody was shaving and all that, mm -hmm. or the landing stripper. I say all that to say that it wasn't like a lot of oral sex. If you saw a porno, it was mostly, you know, fucking and, you know, whatever, whatever. So... When you were a child, a young man growing up, it's like, you know, if you had a white dude that you was kind of cool with or whatever, whatever. And for my for my particular situation, it was a white dude on the track team. We was just like, yo, man, you, you know, you be doing this. You be what did y'all even call it? I need to know. Yes, please. We, we uh, I'm a, t oh, I got a great quick story. So look, so we was just like, yo, man, uh, you know, what, uh. What you know? What is it like? You know, I remember in the locker room vividly. Like, yo, man, what is it like? It's like you be like going down there and stuff, and you be like eating it, and you like, yeah, man. And I remember, I don't know how real it was, but he was like, we was like, what it tastes like? He was like, it tastes like hamburgers. <laughs> and I was like, mm, maybe that's why they call it fur burgers. I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? That's what that's where I made the correlation. I'm like, what the fuck? What? He was like, tastes like hamburgers. So I was what? just like, okay, so. If a nigga told me my shit tastes like a fucking hamburger, depends. you are leaving my from. house. Butt Ruggers, Red Robin, all that. It just depends, because them shits be good. Not not Burger King, because that shit is black. Ooh, no. But listen, if you can get it cooked, medium or something, you might be on to something. So anyway, so to the quick story. The girl I was dating at the time, we had the discussion, and she was like, well, my boy, uh, such and such, you know, in high school, it was a thing to get your dicks up, right? Mm -hmm. I don't mean mm -hmm. to be too crash, but you know. Oh, so, no, this is that show. <laughs> I know, but you yeah. know. So, yeah, so uh, it was like, the theme was like, oh, my God, you know, nigga, your girl suck your dick? It was the shit, you know? And it wasn't happening all the time. It was kind of like, well, when I feel like it, or I feel like you were the I go down there, you know? And this is <laughs> like, okay, whatever, right? So... Uh, I remember when she was like, well, yeah, um, my ex used to go down on me and I was just like, dang, you know what I'm saying? She was, you know, rather hairy, especially compared to today's standards. And so it was just like, dang. And so I remember having like this, this fear of going down there because I was just like, dang, you know, and I, I, I ain't gonna not, I'm not gonna lie. I had like anxiety about it. <laughs> And mm -hmm. I would always think, running through my head, that she was going to lock me down with her thighs and freaking just ride the fuck out of my face till I couldn't pull back. Like, if I, I, you die, you die, nigga. Right, motherfucker. If you die, you die. If he dies, he dies. He dies. I'm get mine because you're going to, and all of it. So, you know, I eventually did it. You know, longer mm. story short, I eventually did it and, you know, it wasn't, you know, that bad. But hip hop did made it, taste it cool. Like a, hold on. Everybody needs to know. Did it taste like a hamburger to you? No. Yes. It was, no. And it wasn't, probably because I didn't know what I was doing, probably looking at it like a damn cat or something, you know, just been, up and down, uh, up there. and down. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. You know, didn't know what I was doing. She probably was moaning just because somebody was putting their tongue on it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, you know, you don't know. You can be fumbling through all kinds of shit. You know, if I could tell me now in my ear, I'll be like, yo, nigga, what is you doing? You know? <laughs> in my ear, like, who is that? Who is that? It's like, yeah, it's the future me. Like, yo, nigga, you blowing it. <laughs> you fucking it up for me now. <laughs> Why are you doing this? But, again, hip-hop made it cool. And it wasn't just, you know, the N.W.A. and the lick. 
I mean, uh, Luke Skywalker and all the other kind of stuff tell you about how to eat and lick and all the other kind of stuff. But those type of songs and hip hop introduced into the black community because before that, we were not, girls wasn't going to say they went down on you. Mm-hmm. That was not the deal. And then it all made it cool. Now you got a contest on 8 Mile for the next holiday for Labor Day weekend of who can suck a banana the best. Really? They doing that? Yes. What? Yeah, girl, it's what? it's prize money and everything, and it's the girls on the flyer with like bananas and phallic objects, you know, <laughs> pretending to suck them. So Every we have we come away. I, I couldn't even go, as a dude, it, you know, heterosexual, obviously, but I couldn't, I couldn't see, I couldn't even go to that. I would be mad anybody I know that went. <laughs> But as a dude, it's like, general, how do you like, to your boy and be like, oh, yeah, nigga, look at that shit. She doing that shit, nigga. Yeah, yeah. It's like watching porno with your boy. It's like, no, it's just certain things. Ain't that what the titty bar is? That's not porno. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> but a contest is? No, I'm just saying, like. No, you just you saying the dick sucking contest is a porno with your boy. I'm saying I was a titty bar, not the same type well, the of thing. Well, titty bar, they just dancing. Right, but I'm not going to watch yeah, my boy get the lap dance. Yeah, but they butt-ass naked. I'm not going to watch my boy get the lap dance, right? You know what I'm saying? But they, they can dance. That's one thing. Well, I don't know but to watch, etiquette. watch a girl, you know, you know, it's it's just, and this is just me probably, but just watching a girl, you know, suck a banana or whatever kind of phallic object. Like you, right. Whatever. You know, in a way, and... If I get aroused, that would be weird as hell to be standing next to my boy in a crowd of people <laughs> with a hard, semi-hard dick. Because it probably wouldn't get real hard. But just it would just be weird. So, you know, standing next to your boy with a hard dick or a semi-hard dick. That's some weird shit to me. Yeah, that's probably the line. You but know, I don't, yeah, but so, I feel so like the same that, thing happens so at the you, titty bar. How do, you, how do you cheer that on? Like, yeah, get that shit. Do that shit. Do that shit. Go, 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 go. <laughs> you know, it's like, what the fuck? the fuck? I don't know that there's Who's going to MC that shit, too? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I'm sorry, y'all. Wow. I have so many more questions now. I don't think that's what happens, though, at the titty bar. It's right. the same I, thing I, to I, me, I, though. Like, if you saying, I don't want to have a semi-hard dick. No, she not. Because, yes, she no, she's not. I said what I said. So... <laughs> How you standing next to your boy with a semi-hard dick at a contest? Your dick is not hard in a titty bar? Ain't y'all together? Didn't y'all come together? Ain't y'all got the same booth and area? Look, okay, I'll put it like this. Under normal circumstances, watching a girl dance will not make your dick hard. But getting a lap dance, and remember I said, I'm not going to watch my boy get a lap dance, you know, because I know his dick going to get hard. And I don't want to see my boy, you know, with a hard dick. It's I'm okay with weird. this. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's just like, yeah, I'm about to go handle this. They go behind the curtain. You know, now people who enter that, they peep through the curtain. <laughs> like, yeah, nigga, see that shit? You know, yeah. That's why I was never, you know, I mean, just, no, nah, Lord, I just can't even, I'm just going so left with this. I could not, I, you know, bustos, gangbangs, all that shit, that's just not me. Some people You ain't never that. ran a train on nobody? Hell no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, but you like had that? a threesome. Yeah, it right. was it was it was me and her thing. and her. Oh, it was it was FFM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was not MMF. You know, yeah, right. Now some people do, and that's the you know me and Wade talk about that too. It's like, well, he considered that a busto. I say that's still a threesome. Two I think it's and a, girl. a busto. No, yeah. I'm, I'm with him because how do you? Because then now it becomes now it's feeling sexist if we change the lingo based on who's involved. 
Right. So it should be a threesome. If it's three people. Right. It should be a threesome. It should be. Well, so then, yeah. But he calls it a bust, though. Well, then, no. I think you're right. I take that back. It is a threesome. But then that means that it should be a threesome no matter what the fuck the situation is. If it's three fucking people. That's why when niggas be asking for the threesomes and they y'all flip it. And then they be like, okay, oh, well, no. how about you and another dude? Niggas now be like, like, no, that's a but like, hey, not, yeah, hey, now you a bust though. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, that's a fucking threesome. Exactly. But part of that for me is I don't want to see another hard dick in the room with me. You got to get over the dicks, but that's always the thing. <laughs> you know, we can use. You securing dildos. your masculinity? What's I'm, the problem? Shit. Oh yeah, exactly. So we can we can <laughs> look we can do phallic objects in the bedroom. I'm all with that as long as it ain't a nigga attached to it. We good, <laughs> <laughs> right? That is just me. Hmm. Now no, I have I mean, got my dick sucked in a room full of people. How, see, I feel like there is like floating hypocrisy here. Hypocritical. I, it is very but no. I'm, it doesn't but, sound hypocritical. It is hypocritical. But I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> it's the context of everything. I was at a lifestyle party, right? Lifestyle party. Yes. <laughs> yes. What? Yes. Yes. I was at a lifestyle party, and <laughs> we were, you know, so you got to adapt to the environment. Mm, mm-hmm. Walking around, when Rome. looking at different things. Yes, do as the Romans mm-hmm. to a degree. When they jump in that lion's pit, you be like, fuck it. <laughs> well, I ain't fighting that shit. We ain't doing gladiator shit. We're going to do the other Roman shit. <laughs> you know, but so, right. So Everybody uh, fuck each other. Right. Like, what? what was that show on HBO that was like that? What was it called? That them, That's why I ain't get into it. Spartacus or something? Spa- was it Spartacus? Or, or something, you know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, just, well, no, this reminds I mean, me of, like, uh, sorry, I think it was Nicole Kidman, Nicole like, Kidman yo, and yo, Tom Cruise, Eyes Wide Shut. Do y'all remember that? No. I do remember that. Yeah, that's that yeah. was one of the, the, kind of the premise of that. Okay. Well, anyway, so I was on the couch. So she was just like, the person I was with, she was just like, yo, would you, you know, you want me to, whatever? And I was just like, really? So part of it was, let me see if I would enjoy this. And so mm-hmm. I sat on the couch and she went down on me and everybody in the room, they didn't nobody stop and stare. Mm-hmm. People just kind of like looked alone, kept it moving. Right. But if they had, I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have, you know, damn, nigga, what you looking at me like that for? You know, standing there with a drink like, yeah, nigga. That's yeah. weird. And then you would have got kicked out the party. That's it. Right. That's it for you at the lifestyle party. Well, it wasn't in like a hotel room. It was in a big old... place i forgot why we came here i'm sorry See, i'm sorry i'm, I'm, I'm we're on a journey now we are on a journey this is this rough is sex. interesting go back to that sorry that is yeah so rough sex oral sex so or yes all of it honey lingus don't ever say that <laughs> tina d um <laughs> yo what's up i think i started with the fact that that was a taboo topic once upon a time and my question was, do you feel like black women especially have are now more emboldened to be open about their desire um, to... What's the question? In this? Yeah, that was my original journalism question that <laughs> started as Barbara Walters and ended up as Wendy Williams. But it's fine. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> I think we're going to settle on yes. Yes. They're, I feel like and as a and as a black male, how do you feel about like 
like the rough sex that was taboo so like bdsm is that something that you're like is it closeted or is it something that you feel like nah i mean you know like if a bitch is in the bondage let's do some bondage activities like i can openly talk about that yeah absolutely i would and i guess you know all everything i just told you all the stories and all that it was just to kind of tell you like the evolution through the decades of how black men specifically and we discuss and experience sexuality and and things we would do that we would not do back in the day and now you do so to tina's point earlier and what we kind of you know might be the, the central theme is you know you people are prepared and they change and they evolve and they you know so research it- and all of that so yes I'm open to it now. Okay. You know. But is that because it now it's on trend or because the desire is genuine? Because I am self-aware. So you feel like back in the day when y'all, when, you know, niggas would get clowned for eating, eating a bitch pussy. pussy. Right. Now, it, so the desire might have been there, but you just couldn't, you didn't well, feel free to curiosity. explore that. In the late 80s, early 90s, it was curiosity. And then, like I said, hip hop made it kind of cool to even talk about it, to be overt and sexual and all of that and risque and, and or uh, promiscuous risque. and all that other kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it was just <laughs> like, yeah. And then you had, you know, women talking about it. You yeah. know, yeah. even, you know, in, in whatever genre of music. And then it was like, yeah, shit. And then it was like, oh, now OnlyFans and, and all these other different and, platforms and that people do write songs like that. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's experience do curiosity. You, do, do you like rough sex? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Who doesn't? I mean, okay, to what degree, though? Like, are you whips and chains and, you know, stand on my back with nine-inch heels or, like... You know what? There's a, uh, there's a, a I guess, a, 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 I don't know if there's a, a clinical, I'm sure it is a clinical uh, term for that, people who like the pain in the bondage or the... As, is that, like, the dom-sub thing or is that nah, something different? that's different. That's different. And I have... Just trying to see if he know, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I I was uh, offered a propose somebody proposed a, that type of relationship with me once dominatrix type of relationship uh, a dominant and a sub and like, they wanted me to be the dominant and they wanted to be my sub but oh, it's you more gonna, twelve it, years a slave a bitch well it was it, see that's romanticized <laughs> see yeah. some, that's romanticized and you know you got this rich nigga who can do whatever the fuck don't go to work today don't work at all <laughs> be here all day you yes know? <laughs> yes that is my next topic see, that is all I want to do we yeah we <laughs> regular nigga is like all right come over after six I gotta cut the grass and shit <laughs> and then let me shower and then I'm good you know what I'm saying that's real nigga so but yeah so uh i don't like the pain aspect of that but like bondage and because there's a there are degrees right yeah you know so Mm -hmm. uh i like uh, things that have velcro Mm. That I can, yeah. you know, yep. break free from. Now, Velcro is pretty strong. That's why I'm laughing. Because all I heard was, nigga, I got to get out of this. <laughs> because <laughs> safe words can be ignored. So you're not doing, like, cuffs. Yes. Like metal cuff. Like metal Ma- cuff. Yeah, I can do a metal cuff. There's a certain level of trust for me to do a metal cuff. But mm-hmm. most of the bondage that you get over the counter, uh, you know, at a local store like or Amazon has Velcro. Velcro, yeah. You know, it's got Velcro. Now... The first pair of handcuffs I had, I always got a story, was 
I had him at, at like this Precinct black cast. Off the no, this is a long time ago. I had a cast iron, a black cast iron bed, right? And I had handcuffs hanging up on the bar. What the fuck? A cast iron bed? It was a cast. It was a black cast iron bed, right? Okay. And like rod iron. Right? Yeah, I heard right, okay. cast, cast iron and so yeah, You're right. <laughs> I'm like, this thank really you, 12 years for, of uh, yeah, Clarifying. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Making me clarify. Yes. So, I had, like, handcuffs connected to the bedpost. And, um, you know, one of them, for whatever reason, I didn't have them clamped all the way. And then one of them fell. Uh-huh. So, I was like, dang. Do I start, do I continue to use metal? You know, because it hit, Who it hit, did it hit? hit. She was, she was, you know, riding me and it was <laughs> the bitch the in the head. And, it, and it hit her in the head. <laughs> and it clicked her, you know, like cloud, right? in it metal. So I was like, dang, you know, do I continue to use. That is me, I swear the, to God. So they, not, so they were not cop grade steel, but you know. But it hurt. Yes, but I'm saying from that point on, it was like, do I use metal or plastic? So you don't have the trauma because I was watching a show called um, Sex Rooms or something like that. And she was designing sex rooms and she was trying to introduce this couple to to handcuffs. And a black man like had a whole breakdown and like emotional breakdown. And he was just like, I can't do as a black man. I can't allow anybody to cuff me like I feel some type of way about being in cuffs. Is it because it's and so I'm thinking law enforcement? Yeah. And so I'm thinking like, damn, do all black men carry that trauma with cuffs? No. Because if you haven't, you could be arrested and not have the trauma. Yeah, it was like, no, quickly, no. (laughs) You know, you can be arrested and not have the trauma. So he must have had a bad experience. Mm -hmm. A company. Yeah. You know, well, trauma accompanied a bad experience. Right, right. Put it like yeah, that, to make yeah. it to the point where you just can't cuff me. Yeah, but it definitely made me question. Like, damn, can I put a? You know, should I should I talk to a man about that before I assume? You know that hey, I got these cuffs. Let's do something nasty. Like, hold on. Like, I don't want to be. I want to be sensitive to to your trauma. Yeah, potential trauma. And that's new for me. So there's that. Look at you. Look at growth. Growth. Um, growth. Yeah, and a lot of guys are into freaky shit. You know, I feel like I, I most guys shit. are into freaky shit. Yeah. Now, let me ask both of y'all this. Hmm. Is there a difference between a freak and a person being freaky? Yes. Please explain, because yeah. right. I think there is. Tina D. Okay. So, like. So, if I say I think- Tina D is a freak, or if I was to say Tina D is freaky. I think the difference between us is she is freaky and I'm a freak. <laughs> Do you feel like that's a fair assessment? <laughs> oh, so okay, so I'll go first, then you go. Okay. So what I mean is, I feel like to say somebody is freaky means like I found myself in a situation where I'm comfortable with this partner mm-hmm. and I'm willing to go further than I would go with someone else. And so I can do some freaky shit. This might not be a regular Absolutely. type of thing, but I dabble. Yeah. I dabble in freaky shit. Okay. You know, so mm-hmm. I think that's what makes you freaky. Like my sex is not vanilla. It might be Neapolitan. Um, and so to me, that's freaky. Okay. A freak is just, hey, I'm here for what for most of whatever on a regular ass yes. basis. Right. Exactly. And that's me. Like, I'm here, for, Virgos, we be down for pretty much anything. Like, I have one boundary, and that's it. Yeah. Like, you're not putting nothing in my ass, that's my boundary. I'm not, I'm ignoring you. Um, <laughs> Dang. Shut up. It's like I'm playing. <laughs> anyway. 
Nobody put nothing right. in mine either. So. Thank you. I was waiting on that. Like, there's, we feel the same way about this. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I would cook something that you like to eat. I might eat it. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> so, it can't happen. Two things can both be. Oh, my God. T-D-D. Tina. Um, I would I would agree with that definition. That's that's my definition of the two. Is one is willing to dabble in it with a bunch of parameters. Like you gotta this gotta be a person that I'm with, I gotta trust them, and this is the list of things that I'm on board with. Okay, but just a a freak, like the list of non negotiables is short. It's in that list. And we're we're engaging in this as often as possible would be the person that I would label more as freak versus being freaky. That's more of a, it's qualified by time to me. Like how much time do you spend or how, or either time or quantity of things that you're willing to participate in. Fair that's, enough. That's normally it for me. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. And both of y'all, I think we all... I mean, yeah. even though I didn't get mine, but yeah, I think we all, I agree with both of y'all. You didn't get your what? I mean, what I consider to be a freaky person. Are you a freak, freak or are you freaky? No, I am a freaky person. I'm not a freak. So you, so you have vanilla sex? No, absolutely not. <laughs> he was so offended. <laughs> yeah, you should see my face. Like, I don't how see. dare you? <laughs> no, we have no evidence of that in this entire uh, episode. I mean, no, I got videos no, and you want to see, see videos? No, she means evidence oh, that you okay. being I'm vanilla. Sorry. Sorry. Jesus Christ. That was a joke. Yeah, no. Just for y'all didn't know. That <laughs> no, was a joke. You see, I just, yeah, no. Yeah, no. So, so you pretty much here for whatever, you know, your partner is here for. Freaky person? Yes. Yeah. A freaky person? Yeah. I, I just, I agree with both of you on how you define freaky. Now, a freak to me, I put a little bit of a, 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 a you know, a little bit of a, I guess a little spin on it. And that's, in some cases, a freak will do anything with anyone. Yeah, I think that is a caveat. They are for, they, you know, because people, they bought that life. For yeah, real, for real. Yeah. So right. it's like, they'll do whatever to get theirs. I think that's, that's a level that a yeah. freaky person won't go to. But a freak... So I think there's like, like oh, subheadings sub to, to being a freak <laughs> because I'm not about to do anything with anyone. I mean, I'm also the bitch who got a zero on physical touch. So that those two things both exist simultaneously. Right, right, right. So I, I'm not comfortable with people I don't know. Like that shit ain't happening. But for with, you know, my person, the person I built a relationship yeah. with. Yeah. Then I'm I'm here for yeah. literally anything. Just don't put crayons up my ass. Like and then we'll be fine. Crayons. Nobody wants to be in the ER for that. Right. Exactly. You get it. You get it. Don't put in a booty. Benoit balls, yo balls, nothing. I'm straight. I think, you know, it's funny. One of my coworkers, we real close, work wife. So we had a conversation the other day to that <laughs> most recent comment because she was like, I was like, dang, I called you. Like, I call her on WebEx or through Facebook. And um, so she was like, oh, I was taking a shit. It was good, too. So I was like, uh, anal beads. Okay. <laughs> right? So I've never had okay. anal beads, but I would suspect that it's similar to having a good chick. Or what that would feel like when you are 
uh, what do they call that? Uh, Maybe. Evacuating. Isn't that, that's the proper term. I think it's evacuating when you are, you know, when people expire. I don't, I don't know that, I don't, right, but I don't know that defecating is the same pleasure level. I think defecating is when you. It is the act of, no, that is not what that is. You don't have to be on a thing. No, you do not. Okay, good. Um, I think that that is a different pleasure level. (laughs) I'm going to go. No, but listen, so, okay, so she, a woman. She said, oh, it was good, too. And that's how we talk. It was funny. Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, anal beads. You know, because <laughs> I don't even know how you get anal beads in there. But you pull them out, and there's a sensation. You know, people Jesus like Christ. that. So I would suspect Maybe. that a good shit, something leaving your body, would be similar to pew, pew, pew. Uh, anal beads. You know what I'm saying? But I don't get into that. You know, I don't understand. Yeah, just shoot them up that. there. I don't, well, I don't know. See, I, shoot them up there. Is it like a... A gun or something, or I don't know. I've never seen these. <laughs> and, and you know, and then look, and depending on how long the beat length is, after it's over, it's over. So what do you do? Jam up there again, and then pull it back. Well, hopefully slow. you wash them first. <laughs> before oh, you, you wash it before you put them in there. And when they come out, they probably them. Won't. I don't, they don't go understand. up that far up into the, uh, the, the what uh, the actual fuck. <laughs> Yeah, see, but that's what I'm saying. So if you into people, this ain't rough sex, but into freaky stuff. I would like to that. change my answer. <laughs> oh, neither. Are you, are you neither thing now? I, in fact, am the vanilla sex after. <laughs> now, that's a different level. People I be like, what's different? You know, yeah. Anal, anything anal sex, anything that has I to do with anal sex. I think my, my issue is there is me. the elasticity of anal anything. Um, it is not the same. Preparation. No, ding, ding, that ding. is not the answer to everything. You cannot just shout preparation <laughs> and now somebody oh, has no. anal sex. No, but to prepare for that. Like a lot. Yeah, you do. And no thank you because I don't have to prepare for vaginal sex as much as I do for anal sex. Like, vagina sex can just pop off. Right, that's what like, I'm saying. That so ain't if you prepare shit. for anal sex, Yeah, but maybe. why do I have to prepare? I don't want to prepare. Okay, right. <laughs> That's also only part of it. I also don't want none of my ass. She don't want to kill plants, but... It's like, no, I'm playing. I love y'all. I am done here. I am done, Tina D. That is... That is my art. Tina D didn't say if she liked rough... Oh, we know. Oh, well, no, she did. She said yes. She wants to be beaten by things, I think. First of all, I did not say that. Well, what do you want to be beaten? Right, because you like. Do you want marks? Do you like to look back at the bruises and does it turn you on? There are some people who like that. They like to see the physical, uh, you know, like uh, visual, you know, I guess. Yeah, they want to see the the previous. Yeah, and it turns them on. Oh, no, it's not that serious. Like, but I like to be manhandled. Sure. Why not? Like, this is what's happening right now. Okay. If I'm with the person. You want me to grab that? Yeah, I kind of just want to be like grab, like this Aggressive. is what's happening right now. Okay, let's do it. Then. Yeah, I like to be grabbed at. I gr- gr- and I'm small, so. I gotta be careful with that shit because I'm also aggressive and I have to remember we just doing this because, yeah. Now I feel like I'm supposed to, I don't wanna feel like I gotta fight back. So, grabbed up, <laughs> like, no. Take it. You said what? Grabbed up, take it, he said. Grabbed or up like, and take it or grabbed up and I'm gonna give it to you. Mm. Ooh, this is a good question. That is a good question. 
wanna, I, it's more grabbed up and I'm gonna give it to you. I'm more Grab grabbed up and take it. Yeah, because it's like, grab me up and like, yeah, take that fight shit. Fight this. Take that pussy. You yeah. want like it, that. Or you want to be grabbed up and be like, yeah, I'm going to give it to you just how you asking for oh, it. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so it's a difference, yeah. You know. It is a difference. Yeah. It is different. The energy, yeah, the energy is different, too. Like, the vibe is different. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more the gift. Like, I'm getting ready. But you saying you like rough sex, but as a person who lives life with you, I know good and damn well you're not about to let nobody tie your ass up. Me? Yes. No. Because no. I'm thinking rope. And how are you tied? Because it's different. I get anxiety, not to the extent that old boy talked about with the cuffs behind my back, mm-hmm. but I like, if I'm going to be tied, I would rather have my hands or arms in front of me. Than behind me. Because you yeah. feel like you can break out of that? No, I just feel more comfortable. I don't feel as vulnerable. You know, and that's why, <sighs> as uh, this is something else, all of our vital organs are in the front. So we always protecting the front. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As human beings and survival and all that, we always protect the breastplate. That's where all the vitals are. So I just feel like I can still be restrained, but in somewhat control because my arms are in the yeah. front. That automatically made me want to like tie you up with your arms in the back because challenge. I have problems. Challenge. See? <laughs> I'm toxic, is what I just learned. I'm like emasculated. <laughs> that Why? was the first Why did... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I thought this was a safe space. I'm just sharing my thoughts. <laughs> Is that, you is that said, true? like you You said you, vulnerable and I just was like making vulnerable. <laughs> I don't know. Right. But 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 you use the word emasculate. So is that part of is it a because that's I more mean, than power. That's you know, power it could be more looking at it from a, a, a more control or dominant type of perspective. Yeah, but, but I don't when mean you emasculate, it. that's like yeah. You like, are nothing. Yeah, and see, I, I'm a words I'm person. I'm all of and that. And I don't want to, like, really do that. I just want to see you in you that, get that space, right. but I don't really want to hurt you. And I don't know if those... Yeah, like, I want to make almost take make you, you cry. I'm going to take you there. And hurt you, but and not actually hurt you. And I am in control if I go beyond. You don't dictate if I go beyond that. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm broken. I mean, I shared more than I meant So... <laughs> You ain't gonna edit that, is you? All this stuff. No, they're just gonna get that. <laughs> Mainly because we don't know how. But um, yeah, it is time to go. <laughs> time for life hacks. Let's do life hacks, please. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Guys can decide which. That's a thing. Yes. Go next. But I'll go first. I have a real one. I'm gonna look it up, or I think it's real. Mm-hmm. Let's hope. I have not tried this out, but if you need heavy cream for a recipe and you didn't buy it, you can make your own by combining two-thirds a cup of whole milk with one-third a cup of melted unsalted butter, mm-hmm. and this will give you one cup of heavy cream. So, here's that. <clears throat> Wait, give what? it to I've me again? So, if you combine two-thirds a cup of whole milk with one-third cup of unsalted butter, you melt the butter and then mix it together, it'll give you heavy cream. Hmm. Or it'll give you one cup of heavy cream. Okay. Really? 
I, you know, I've, yeah, I've seen that. Makes I've seen that, but does it taste the same? I would think it might taste better. And, I don't and, know. and when yeah. it comes to cooking, do you cook? Absolutely. Oh. So, what? Because, you know, like I'm thinking some kind of pasta in the dish. And so, the heavy whipping cream, you put it in, and it, it just it, it cooks down um, differently than it seemed like whole milk, even if you add the butter. You know what I mean? It just seemed like it would. And the taste. No, it should work, honestly. When does more butter ever taste bad? <laughs> in a pinch, I've done that. And it works. I've had some, some milk and butter, and because the butter, because of the fattiness of the butter, mm-hmm. it'll cause it to turn into a more creamy, because the milk is thin. Mm-hmm. But the fat in the butter is what thickens it up enough mm-hmm. to make it like a creamy sauce. Mm-hmm. I've done that and not realized that that's what I'm doing, because I had a little bit of milk and a little bit of butter and you mix it together and you get a creamy sauce. So it should work. I'm going to do that because I spend now upwards of $5 for some damn heavy whipping cream mm-hmm. and I always right. got butter right. and milk. So I'm going to save $4 yep. by an extra box of noodles <laughs> <laughs> with that $4, you know, or two boxes, <laughs> shit. But yeah, that mean, I mean, now that I think about it, yeah, because everything that I would do with that, I could just save money. Just doing that. that what kind sense. of noodles do you buy? Do you buy whole wheat noodles? Do you buy? I have. I don't like the way they cook. I have I no choice because I'm a diabetic. Well. I like flour. Me too. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I I don't like the. Um, I like Muller's better than the. Uh, what's the other one in the green box? It's a. Uh, oh. But um, is it something? It's got a green box, red mm, label, mm, white writing. I, I can see it. Yeah. Yep. What? Those. Hey, why do I not know that? Yes. Somebody is shouting it in their car right now. Thank you. Like they we, we hear they don't even you. Be we hear you. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I'll go down to my next. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my life hack is invite rich people to your wedding. So I saw a TikTok, and maybe y'all did too, where this girl was just inviting stranger she had 10 extra play settings and so she was like for these last 10 invites i'm gonna send them around the world to the richest people that i could find on the internet and so she googled 10 names right what she discovered was when you send them to their assistants the assistants look at the calendar and say oh i don't know this person or i don't have you know i can't Mm -hmm. make it but we're gonna send you money Instead, she got $20,000 from people who thought they knew her, didn't know her, just simply couldn't make it. And were like, hey, congrats on getting married. Just checks just rolling in from strange white rich people (laughs) who were like, yeah, not going to say I don't know you because that's offensive. Um, And I got it to give. So here you go. Congrats on getting married. $2,500 check. I was like, are you kidding? Pay for like half the wedding just in those like rando invites. Now everybody gonna use it up because you know I niggas know. is they gonna start couponing. You know, yeah, like couponing. <laughs> couponing. It's like, oh shit, they do that. I'm about to do that. Yeah, but because I can see niggas, I don't know them. I ain't going. What the hell? Yep. Yep. Send her mm-hmm. something. Send her. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Fifteen hundred dollars to Tiffany or and write 30, it off. And exactly. Yep. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was dope. I'm like, I'm sharing that shit as a life. Hey. <laughs> 
What a missed opportunity. But you I know, I know. I thought about you. You were the first person I thought that about. Makes, but you know what? That makes absolute sense. How many times have you guys seen news stories where people experience some type of hardship yep. and some rich person buys them a car or gets yep. this fix, gives them a hot water tank or whatever the fuck they needed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. And it's just, and the rich hot man is all like, and they show up to the house and they sitting there because they don't really deal with black folks much. And they sitting there kind of <laughs> uncomfortable and yeah. it's like I just want to thank Mr. Steve for coming through because yeah. we needed this and he answered and they, you know I, so they do mm-hmm. I can see it would that know. classify as philanthropy or kind of yeah why not yeah just that kind of stuff yeah. yeah okay shit yep so give a give a white person the opportunity to be philanthropic there you With go one black ass shit yeah <laughs> I can see somebody y'all. show up on the caller ID and be like, well, I don't know them. I would have done this. Yeah, girl. You could have really made some money because it was a pandemic. Nobody could go anywhere. So, yeah. Right. Yep. Dang. Dang. <laughs> Macy, you got a life hack, darling? Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> There is a couple. I mean, I got the one I was going to use. Yeah. So, um, quickly. Two short ones. The first one is I have a few um, stainless steel. I got a stainless steel sink and a stainless steel uh, stove. Well, the inside of my sink is stainless steel. And I got the stove. Um, So looking to polish. This is like last year sometime. Looking to polish. Ran out of, you know, the uh, go-to. And this is so dope because of the, 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 the whole whipping cream thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, I got this. Mm-hmm. Or I might have this at home. So, I'm usually buying pledge. Mm-hmm. You know, to mm-hmm. um, you know, shine things up and all this other kind of stuff. And so, you go to Home Depot and you buy stainless steel cleaner. And they charge you like mm-hmm. six, seven, eight dollars, right? Yeah. So, I go to the internet and they was just like, yo, after you clean it, grab some WD-40 and spray that shit. And that shit... <laughs> Was shiny as fuck and did not leave the grease, the greasy rest. I was like, oh shit. What the fuck? WD 40 like a motherfucker. I promise you. Now I won't this is only on stainless steel and, and things of that nature. But that shit will shine the fuck. Go do it. I'm telling you. I'm gonna do it. I'm I was like, I be damn. I'm talking about no to the point where even if you touch it, it doesn't leave the fingerprint. Wow. Yes. And it's not oh. greasy. You know, it did. Yeah. How much did you use? Just enough to, uh, you know, well, I wouldn't spray the surface because that might be too much. You just spray it on a cloth? Spray it on a cloth. Okay. And just, you know, and then you, you know, add more as you need. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I even did a, uh, I got a dishwasher that's black and it has some fine scratches on it. And I was like, man, I cannot get, you know, because I was using a, a sponge too abrasive and I put some swirls in and I was just like, damn, how am I going to get them swirls out? And I grabbed some <laughs> WD-40 on a cloth and I rubbed that shit and that shit is glossy again. I was like, God damn, WD-40. Oh, shit. I'm going to cook with this I shit. Man. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, but uh, also the other quick one was um, when you buy plastic bags, you know, uh, for the trash can. When you 13. buy plastic bags, you mean when you steal them? No. The ones that you, I was about to say. For the trash the ones, can. Th- Yeah, for the trash. 13 gallon for the kitchen bag. Oh. Stuff like that. So, when you pull them out the thing, you pull one, every one of them come out, and then you got the big ass bag sticking out, flopping, you got to tuck it in, then it's weird for the next one that's got to come out, right? So, 
That's the same for sandwich bags, too, if you get the longer Ziploc. Mm -hmm. So what I do is you grab a rubber band and you put one on each side. And when you pull it out, it only grabs one at a time. Mm. I figured that shit out. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nigga. All these damn rubber bands I got in the kitchen drawer. You know, the junk drawer. Mm -hmm. Rubber bands. I'm telling you, you put one on each bag. On one each. Once you rip the middle out, you start the first one. You put the rubber band on it so that when you pull it out, it, it grabs, mm -hmm. you know. Now, um, most of mine aren't connected, you know, where mm -hmm. you have to kind of tear it off. These are ones that are just kind of wrapped. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, mm -hmm. rubber band. Bring it close to the middle just so it'll grab. Okay. Two oh, rubber bands. Man, rubber. man. Not no big, thick beige ones. I'm talking about, like, you know. <laughs> Keep it reasonable. We ain't talking about the ones the post office use. We talking about the ones that they throw them little uh, grocery store little things on your doorstep. Those rubber bands. Yeah, 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 yeah. the little green ones. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay, those are good. Look at you coming with two. Hey, I use them. Right. But I'm, I'm definitely gonna. Uh, <laughs> he can't wait to get out of here to make that heavy cream, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, cause my daughter and them here, I'm be like, do we gonna do some pasta? And I'm straight gonna be like, let me do that. And uh, probably think about inviting some rich people that I don't know to the cookout. Listen, Labor Day. <laughs> uh. Bring some, oh. bring bring a dish. They're probably, well, I just decided to get a catered for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think we, see, this is where we gonna go wrong. Niggas gonna be fucking this up. <laughs> I am nigga. That is you. <laughs> I am nigga. Yep, I'm nigga. That is the problem. <laughs> All right, babe. <sighs> All right. Well, this has been such a lovely, lovely episode um, brought to you by the letter R. You can find this episode and a bunch of other ones on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. While you're on Spotify and Stitcher, be sure to rate us. Rate us five stars and five stars only. Anything else, you can 100% keep that keep shit. That. We don't need it. We don't want it. Why would you get it? Um, thank you so much to our in-studio guest, Maceo. We appreciate you. It's been a wonderful time. Thank you. I definitely enjoyed myself. Always enjoy my time here. <laughs> Y'all are dope. I love this. Thank you. Awesome. Holler at us um, on Facebook and Instagram. Share, share, share. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. And until next week, eat some tacos, rub some titties, and we will holler at you next week. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.